Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name's Zach, coming to you 1st of September, first day of spring, very exciting time for us racing fans out there. Um, spring, my favourite uh, season of the year, it all happens during spring, it's beautiful. Um, look, plenty of good racing happened last weekend with the likes of Snapdancer down in Melbourne, absolutely flying across. I had a little crack on I'm Thunderstruck, which flew for second, Um but that was disappointing. Shades of Rose, obviously very good. The best of Bordeaux, I was pretty keen. Wasn't very good. Um, we're leading into this weekend, though. A couple of big names coming back. We're going to see the likes of Eduardo. We're going to see uh, Zaki. And also, there's a couple of races down at Mooney Valley, which is always a good, fun uh, track to bet on old Mooney Valley. So, if you haven't listened to us before... We generally cover a lot of the Sydney meeting and during the carnivals we try and get out a Melbourne podcast. Um, for you, most of you know I did a podcast with Nick uh, La during the autumn and we tried to just get smash out a bit of Melbourne form. We're probably going to try and do something similar in the next couple of weeks because who doesn't like the Melbourne Spring Carnival? It is very good. Obviously Sydney is our forte but need to give Melbourne some love as well. Alright, 1st of September I welcome in Tom. Tom's doing the form for Remwick today. How are you? Yeah, mate, good. Um, came for some finals footy around the corner, big racing. So, um, yeah, good good day today and uh, going to the Storm game tonight. So, um, pretty pumped. Hopefully, can lock in a top four spot. What about you, mate? How's your day? Pretty brutal day, to be honest. Um, I worked from home and, look, I've been at this house for maybe a year, 18 months, and we had a plumber come out, a bit of a smell from the, from the sewerage, and they came out and said it was literally one of the worst, um, like, blockages, I guess, they've seen oh. ever. So the fact that I, th- I don't think it's probably been done, so there was, like, roots going into there and there was all these blockages and whatever. And you know me, I'm no no tradesman, no plumber, I don't understand at all. And then I just, then it, like, came through the, like, the drains and you could smell oh. it. It was in the backyard and, like, and then the guy, when I saw the guy turn up, he was a few years below me at school too, so he knew me and I was like, oh, I was just getting so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on with you? Oh, mate, a couple of years ago, mum lived, like, uh, her old house was right next to um, next to a creek, and just whenever it rained, just all the, everything would wash down there, and it, oh, fuck, it stank. But um, I, Sydney at the moment with all this rain and the potholes at the moment, I needed, needed two new tyres yesterday, and um, I tried to do it on my day off, and nowhere could fit me in. And, yeah, so yesterday was Wednesday, so I... They're like, yeah, drop the car off at 9am, which is like the worst time. I always start either at 7 or 10 just to avoid peak hour traffic. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. I'll drop it off at 9. Literally left at 8 o'clock um, from Hornsby to get to French's Forest. I go there at 10 past 9, just so much traffic. I get there and he goes, oh, yeah, sweet. I uh, don't have the tyres at the moment, mate, but um, they should be in the Savo. Um, you can just take your car and just drop it back. I'm like, oh, sweet, whatever. Anyway, go to work, he rings me, uh, literally about to have an important meeting. He's like, yeah, man, just drop the car back now if you can. I'm like, oh, sweet. Do the meeting, drop it off. I'm wondering how I'm going to get back to work. And he said, like, oh, no, just just leave it, mate. Uh, only be half an hour. I was like, oh, sweet, I'll go get something to eat. Go get something to eat, order a fish and chips, sit down, about to hook into the fish and get a phone call from him. And he goes, mate, the guy that dropped the tyres around, they're actually the wrong size. <laughs> I'm like, oh, classic. So I was going to pay 200 He said I only need two new ones. Just 
200 for two tire, uh, 200 each for a tire. And he's like, the only ones I've got in this whole place that'll fit your car, 380 each. Like, <laughs> it's done. You're fucking serious. And I just, I just want this done. And I'm like, mate, are you serious? Is there nothing you can do? And he's like, oh, 375 maybe, mate, because it's <laughs> our stuff up. And I'm like, seriously, mate, like, this is ridiculous. Like, just... I, I've literally come back, like, you, you've ordered the wrong tyres. And like, mate, I'll get 350 each. I, I, I can't go low or we're losing money on the tyres. So I'm like, oh, I just want it done. This literally storm's about to come in. Like, did you say yesterday yeah. afternoon? Yeah, storm's about to come in. I'm. 20 minutes away from the place as well. So I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. Just chuck them on, whatever. I'll pay it. And uh, you're just stuck, man. Like, I just wanted it done because if, if I had to go back another day, it would have just made me more angry. I'd rather just be angry for a day and get rid- get on with it. I, I'm notorious for not copying that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you've said, you know, 200 bucks each, and then they go 400. You're like, hang on, that's just a piss take. So, I don't know. It yeah. just ruins, oh, ruins your day. Normally, I put the on. I just go, yep, Ellen. Yeah, she loves dealing with that sort of stuff. <laughs> She'll argue with anyone as I um, as I find out daily. But um, <laughs> she was, yeah, she wasn't with me. So they pulled a Swifty, and I'm literally like talking up this guy because he's so nice to me all day as well. And yeah, just pulls the hammer down as soon as um, as soon as the wheels come off. But it's... No, we'll, we'll have to. Have to make some money on Saturday, won't we? It's so true with like mechanics too, because you know you just go give us a service or whatever, and then they'll call you. You like what I, I normally drop the car off the night before, so you don't have to get up early and whatever. And they always call you about that nine thirty, ten. They're like, "Hey, mate, just bad news. You know your brakes are pretty probably need doing, and you know we're obviously gonna have to chuck in a wheel alignment. That's another hundred. I'm like, no, no, just do normal. I'll get it done another time or whatever. They just always find something. Un- oh, and it, I can never argue because I just don't know the foggiest yeah, about yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and the um, oh, you hear stories like if you got a dragon's flag or a whatever flag, and that, that like they're manly fans or whatever, they'll just charge you through the roof. They'll find extra stuff. So I've learned not to have any footy stuff or any <laughs> stickers, right? sky racing, like nothing. I try not to have anything because if they just don't like the look of you, sometimes they'll just charge you through the roof. So um, I'm sure it's not everyone. I'm sure there's plenty of good ones, but I always seem to find a bad one. Brutal. All right. Well, like you said, we have to make some cash. Um, I'll mention a couple of races from last week before we get stuck in. I want to mention Frumos. Um, a lot of people gave Huey a bad rap the other week, or two, three weeks ago from his ride on Frumos. Um, I ended up backing the Hope in Your Heart. Timmy Clark was aboard one at seven fifty. I thought it was, I don't know, I could never touch Frumos at $1.60, which it started in a six-horse field when I liked that Hope in Your Heart. We ended up seven fifty. Um, what do you reckon? What do we think about Frumos? Is this a horse you just want to avoid? People are also forgetting, Hope in Your Heart came out of um, Group 1 racing too. And you watch that run. I think we spoke about it last week. Um, we said Hope in Your Heart was just as effective as Frumos was. And they both get it even and they both are the ones to look to improve. And I think Hope in Your Heart was just in the best spot. So I think Hope in, heart, Hope in Your Heart was pretty good. And Frumos was still up up and around there. But yeah, Hope in Your Heart's the one you want to 
watch mm. going forward, I reckon. And a lot of favourites um, ended up getting rolled. So Frumos obviously got rolled. Uh, Fire, Pikey aboard Fire, that was um, went around real short, got done. Best of Bordeaux got done. But obviously everyone, Punter's favourite, Shades of Rose, which went around at even money, which I think was very generous um, in the last. It went around $1.90 or 2 bucks, which was really good. Um, one thing we'll mention is you gave a good push for Waterford last week, um, as well as the Futures play to back it in the Epsom. Um, really good. It looked like Mahogany um, was going to get there, but uh, Waterford was very good. And I believe, I don't know if you must have been talking to Brad Gray or whatever as well, because he messaged me the same thing, saying back it for the Epsom, and then he thought Mahogany was going to have it on the weekend. But bloody good win, and hopefully people backed it for the Epsom. Yeah, he got the uh, 41s as well. I think I told him before form nine, but <laughs> he's saying he... Mate, no, he... Um, Tommy also said that that'll be his worst run. Like, he felt fresh and he still he did, still did really well. He'll definitely improve off that. And, mm. yeah, very keen to see Waterford go forward. I, um, we spoke about it last week. Might even go to a Golden Eagle after it. Um, Waller, after the race, didn't want to wrap it too much. Said, oh, maybe a late gong or something. But, no, I just wait. I reckon he'll get into an Epsom with a low weight. Hopefully can win a, a Cameron or a Bill Ritchie or one of the... Um, one of the late-up races would be great. Uh, I thought it was huge from Mahogany. I know uh, Glenn Munsey was on it to win, not to place, and he was, um, yeah, he's still quite upset that uh, it didn't quite get there, but um, we've rubbed it into him all week, so it's pretty funny. But, yeah. no, no, it's um, it was it was a good run, David Payne's runner. But, yeah, I think Mahogany, uh, not Mahogany, um, Waterford's the one looking for going forward. And it's now 15 bucks. So hopefully a couple of people got it. Um... I think Animo is probably the equal favourite with Fangirl for the race. But, yeah, hopefully some people uh, jumped on that. Um, anything else? I think Kibu was pretty good. Unfortunately, Conqueror got uh, scratched. But I still think oh, – I loved Kibu anyway, so I'm pretty annoyed that there's a little bit of adduction there. I still think it probably would have won. Sweet Ride was annoying. Um, winning for Chad Schofield and Annabelle won at 30s, which was pretty um, pretty frustrating. Sad. Yeah. Um, Kibu's out for the um, – Yeah, out for the spring. Down too, which is – There's quite a few of them. Good win. Yeah, yeah, there are actually. You're right. State of rest retiring through yep. the week. Um, that Queensland horse as well. Yeah, but um, we'll, we're still on some champions. Um, did you see the trial this morning with um, Overpass? Looks to have come back pretty well. Nature Strips. Um, what do you think about Classique then? Cool. I think Classique probably did, was a bit underwhelming. Uh, I, I still think they're pretty quiet. I think the quote as well from. Um, Les Bridge is a big Bunnies fan. Mm. Uh, he says he's going as well as Latrell Mitchell at the moment. So um, he's pretty keen on it. But, yeah, you're going to have to be pretty good to beat Nature Strip in an Everest, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. I think I think it's real short, too. Nature Strip looks bloody good. Overpass looked good as well. Um all right. Um, I should mention uh, Melbourne from last week. So... A horse of yours, and I, I ended up bringing it up again last week because I know you like Snap Dancer. So Snap Dancer, I'm going to say it was about 15s on the day. It ended up jumping about 7, 7.50. Led the whole way. I'm Thunderstruck, flying late. Looked really good. But Snap Dancer, bloody good. Did you end up having a bit on? No, no, of course not. Cost me the um, quaddy as well, actually. Yeah, 1,400. I just saw maybe a bit too soon for it. Um, but then I think uh, Coe and I spoke about it on the day, and it was just... Um, there was just that maybe a touch leaderish um, track at Caulfield, and it, it sort of had its own way. And it was fifteen into tens on the day, and I'm kicking myself I didn't because I have been back in it pretty um, the last few starts and 
with that later issue, I think it just got it home as well. I don't think it's going to look out of place and then ever stay there and there's going to be plenty of speed in it. Uh, as you said, um, I'm Thunderstruck was incredible, but once Cascading got out as well, um, very good. And same with the Perth horse. I think we nailed it last week when we just said it's um, probably just that run it needed to have after that long time off, even though it had one fresh before. But all those runners, I'm looking forward to see go on Snapdancer and if it goes to an Everest or something else, um, I think Cascadian and I'm Thunderstruck are going to be two big players um, this spring. We, um, I'm just going to mention, I remember you mentioned Aft Cabin last week. It went around at two bucks and Jackano won. Um, a really good win. And straight after that race, um, Brad sent me a message saying, get on it uh, with a particular bookie. Um, they still had it up at $26 for the Golden Rose. And Stable had said during the week that it's going there. And it's, I think it's into seven dollars or something for the for the Golden Rose. So its plans obviously will be to like run to the Rose, Golden Rose, and the Guineas. So Jackano was uh, very good as well, beating the Shorty. Good one, shooting for gold. Um, I had it. I know we used to have a horse called Shooting for Gold. A few of us, and I know that you said you didn't back it first time. You didn't back it. Jerome Hughes, obviously, people know the Storm Boy. He was in with us. He didn't back it the first time. He hasn't backed it either. But a nine dollar win just got there, beating Generation. I was speaking to Chloe again that morning, and he said, um, "He said it's a camel. It's got no chance." And I said, "This is <laughs> this is probably the race it, it, where it, it definitely wins. wins." And of course, it does. Um, I almost knew it before it ran, and I uh, I didn't have a cent on it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> "You you watch it win." It's just it was one of those days for me because nine bucks. Uh, big fan of Kaboo, didn't back it. Snap Dancer didn't back it. Shooting Gold didn't back it. Uh, just one of those days. I took Noble Soldier up as well, and I didn't have a cent on it. And yeah, it was just one of those days. Um, I was obviously working and just sort of mind elsewhere. But yeah. we've been a great day to be um, in a pub punting. I think I ended up doing a Melbourne quaddy, included shooting for gold in the first leg, just because pretty much for the sake of it wins. Chain of Lightning put it in there. I only had two of them. That and passive aggressive. The whole planet was tipping passive aggressive, which came fourth. But I had just went two out. Jamie Carr at sevens. Had a couple in the Memsey, didn't include Snapdancer. Filthy had I'm Thunderstruck, had Cascadian, which came second and third, had Western Empire. Um, and in the last, I had a Misery, which paid tens. Um, Brad Davidson had it on top and gave a really good push. So I followed him and it paid, yeah, so I would have had a decent chunk of the quaddy at four horses paying around the $10 mark, which was disappointing. But live and you learn. Um Round week this weekend, um, there's a couple of group races, no group ones, but we've also got the Concord, the Tramway, uh, Furious, a few of those. So it's just you and I, so we'll fly through them. We kick off with a highway in the first. We've got a shorty, um, 1,200-metre Opal Ridge, J-Max riding for Luke Pepper, four bucks into 260. We got Participator uh, for the Donnelly and Bowman combo. I backed it last start, came second, a Poker Jack, which was... Something that I probably should have just backed. Um, Pure Fuego is actually kind of one of mine, I think. It's had a pretty good trial. I had, I had a watch of that today, actually, at Tamworth. I don't mind the horse. It's $11, and then we got uh, quite a few others there at double figures. But anything beat Opal Ridge? Look, mate, um, as you said, there's a couple of horses I really like. Participator of Pure Fuego, who are good good highway horses and would look good in a race like this. Maybe Participator Drill is a bit of a better cape, but Opal Ridge is a quality horse, and it's a group group horse. McDonald goes on for Luke Pepper. I can't say anything betting this because yeah, it is a genuine stakes great horse and I think it just um I think it just wins this race. Yeah. Look I could go through a few more, but it, it it's it's the 
classy runner of the race. And I think the four dollars got snapped up very quickly as soon as markets opened on Wednesday. It's now two sixty. Um, the midway race number two is um, over eighteen hundred. We got Navajo Navajo Peak actually his favourite at five bucks. It opened six. Karen McAvoy, David Payne, Scorch Lands there. Tommy Sherry's riding for Todd Howlett at five fifty. Good money for Mike Crona. Reese Jones, who's riding as good as ever, claiming one and a half. It's eleven bucks into sevens. We got Wild Chap, no jock notified yet. We got Bella Violet, Martini Crusader. Booba, I think we we, um, we had a chat about Booba the other week too. I think Nash was award, if I'm thinking right. But um, what do you reckon? Midways are always our favourite. Yeah, and it's typical midway five dollars a field. Look, I, this horse I don't think will be winning on Saturday, but if he keeps targeting some midways, it will win a race. And that's Dick Whittington. I, again, it's um, it racing a few more staying uh, good staying races, but uh, just a bit fresh here. Maybe he just needs to run. But I'm a big fan of. Uh, Dick Whittington, uh, Brown Thomas, the other Matty Smith runner, I think he went to Queensland, went pretty well. Dylan Gibbons on might claim a couple, and I think it's a winnable race, especially the the stain races, and it's a um, it's a clear stayer. And then one other one I don't mind. It's uh, the second emergency is Briner. Uh, has been very very consistent this prep, and um, could show up at odds, but I want to be with Brown Thomas. Brown Thomas, all right, nine fifty. Are you going to get pretty brown in the summer, mate? <laughs> Pink, mate, pink. pink. I just burn. Um, 1,100 metre is race number three. Jal Lay, um, I think we've talked about this horse a couple of times, actually. It's coming off a couple of placings. It's $4.80 on the drift. We've got Rubenocchi, uh, Rubenocchi, Dylan Gibbons claiming three for Joe Pride at seven fifty in the fives. We've got Duchy of Savoy. Pikey's aboard for the Hawks at sixes. We've got Hoover Lucy at seven fifty. Party for one, Shahonka, Sneaky Page. They're all there. So, look, a bit of coin, maybe for never second, 17s into 14 today, but Rubinacci is probably the one to, one to keep an eye on. Yeah, it was good. It's, it's uh, actually been really consistent lately and unlucky not to um, get a win the last couple of starts. So, yeah, big fan Rubinacci. Jalay as well, um, three, three strongs that runs this prep. I think um, McDonald on crochet, I think... I think it's going to be the tougher one to beat. Um, Duchess is a voice scares me as well. Pikey on second up. Hoover Lucy fresh. Uh, Shahonka fresh as well. I'm a big fan of Shahonka. But your other one, you said uh, never second. Been so close um, past few starts, and you can see why there's a bit of money for it. Very open race. I'll probably go delay, but maybe something each way on never second. Okay, never second. Um, the Tats Club Cup 2400 metre race number four. La- Lord Ardmore. Um, it's had some pretty good runs. I know it came third last up to Arapahoe, but before that, it won a couple on the trot as well. It's on a little bit of a drift, 360 to 390. Grove Ferry is going around. It's drawn pretty wide for Timmy Clark and Gay Waterhouse. It's fives. Uh, Brenton's riding for Kieran Maher at $6.50. We've got through Irish Eyes at sevens. I'm trying to see where the money's come. So a few have come in. So too much to bear, $7. Raging Bull, a little bit in into $9. Arapahoe, see if we can go again. 16's into 11 And Realm of Flowers, Tommy's riding for Anthony and Sam into 19 bucks. But look, people have spec'd a few things at odds here, but not much going on market-wise. Look, the other big thing as well is... Um it's a Wallerathon and half of a nom for the um, Wyong Cup as well. Exactly, so yeah. You, you just don't know what's going to happen. I, I look. I think Arapaio has been really good. Um, if it can stay consistent, I thought that run with Rachel King was really good and might be able to back it up. So keen to see it. I don't think it accepted for Wyong. So it might be. Um, I think it's one to watch here. And Raging Bull, big fan of it. I had an aquatic when it won the other day. Didn't back it. Still kicking myself. 
some really good judges have been talking up Chalkstream. They just think it's a 2,400-metre race. We've seen a few of them fresh. A few of them, um, including Gay and Adrian's, um, I think I've uh, got a couple here fresh. Yeah, it's it's the same race, and they give a big chance to the Queen's horse, Chalkstream. So uh, $19 at the moment. Maybe if you have something on it, because I think it's known for Warren as well, but um, just hearing a few whispers and some good judges saying that I think it just outstays. This race, even though missing the jump last start, could just go straight to the front and keep going. So, very interesting race. I don't really want to touch it until I know what happens at Wyong, though. Yeah, so keep an eye on the Wyong. There'll be probably a few scratchings there, but Chalkstream at odds. Race number five is the Concord. Looks exciting. Uh, look, I can't see anything beating Eduardo, to be honest. Um, but it's $2.15. We've got Andermatt. It's 8 bucks in a 460 So some people really like Andermatt. Um, it's coming out of Barrier 7. It's a bit of a spell. Uh, we've got Mars Crusader. Looks like pikey has got the ride here for Hawks at 750. We've got Malkovich on the drift, 440 out to 750. We've got Zapateo. Shelby 66 is back. Athelric. It's a good race. But um, to me, Eduardo, 1,000 metres, Barrier 4. Where do I sign, mate? Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, uh, you're right, it's going to be um, 1,000 metres, Rose Hill, Eduardo, specialty. Like, uh, Nash on, got a couple of weeks off after Saturday as well, Nash, so I think he might he might do pretty well on a few. But uh, things like Mars Crusader are probably just going to return. I, the, the wet track doesn't help it. And um, the Godolphin Trio are really intriguing. You've got three um, up-and-coming horses, and this might just be a test to see who they pick in their spot, if one of them can go uh, with them. Malkovich is another 1,000-metre specialist, just um, going straight to the front and keep keep going all the way, hopefully hold on for the 1,000 metres. Shelby in the rain, you never know if we get a lot. The other one I want to say is handle the truth each way. (laughs) Hundreds. He ran so well in this race last year. $14 a place. Uh, It's going to be tough, and he's going to be around there, and... um, I don't know. I think $14 a place isn't the worst thing, but you're right. Eddie, Eddie's going to be very tough to beat. Yeah, I think I'm um, chips in Eduardo. That's going to be one of my anchors for the weekend. We go to race six, and it's the Furious Stakes, and we see another couple of good horses going around. In Secret's the fave. It's on the drift, though. James for Godolphin, 360. Paris Dior's staying pretty firm at fives. We've got She's Extreme. Tommy's riding for Anthony Cummings. He gave us a good push on She's Extreme for this carnival. Coming up, it's um, a little bit of drift, though. Five to sixes. We've got North Star last. Timmy Clark riding. Nines into sevens. Good money for Wollinga Beast. Huey Bowman for Chris Lees. It's 15s already into $8.50. She's a Beltar. Tens. Russian Conquest. Uh, nothing else has really been backed between that. Oh, little, look, a little bit of coin for Seven Vales. Tommy Sherry, Mark Newnham, 34s into 21. But Wollinga Beast. Huey Bowman, Chris Lees. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very. Um, I thought it was pretty good first up. I've got to say, though, this race got three of my favourite um, three-odd fillies in it, and in she's a belter, so good in Queensland, but probably this race is a bit too short for her. She'll be looking at hitting that mile really strong, piking on the um, for the Snowdens now, but it was a Perth runner. But the other two I want to talk about, in secret, I didn't think it was too bad, even though I got beaten short odds first up. I think, it, I think it's a it's going to have a big, big carnival. McDonald on, it's, yeah, it, it might just be a bit short here, though, because we spoke to Tommy the other day. He said, she's extreme as one to watch. She had a gallop last week just as it started to rain, and she looked really at home. And if if we get this storm that we can we even get tomorrow, I think the rain helps her as well. I think everything is positive for she's extreme. 
Anthony's been so confident. He's going to go to a um, Golden Rose. He's already talking about backing it up from that into a flight. He's going to win a couple of group ones already. So um, I'm going to be on the She's Extreme um, train until she um, proves me otherwise because I think she's she's pretty good and she's come back really well. So uh, in saying that, you can make a case for a few others. I think Seven Bales is over the odds and Wingardium as well, but... Yeah, tough race. I'll go with She's Extreme, though. She's Extreme. Sixes and 210 the place. We, um, we go to the tramway. We're seeing Zaki. See if Zaki can do it back-to-back. It's 215 into $1.85. It was snapped up pretty quickly. Converge on the drift. Because of Zaki being back so quickly, a couple of these have been uh, spun out just a little bit. So Converge is fives to sevens. Profondo, I thought it was a really good debut. Um, 550 back out to seven. A little bit of coin for Ice Bath. We've got Nimalee, Yearning, Character, Etc. But look, Zaki, if it does the same thing it did last year, wins. Yeah, yeah. But in saying that, um, disappointing Brisbane Carnival after yeah. being after almost you'd say should have won the Queen Elizabeth. Very disappointing um, in Queensland. But all things equal, I think Zaki wins. Profondo was great though um, in that win stage. Absolutely flying. Converge. Uh, Ice Bath was good as well into the wet. You watched the trial of Yearning was massive, and um, I think Yearning had that bit of extra time off. Uh, back marker, Pikey aboard. I just, I, I can see Yearning winning a race. Maybe not this one, but it's gonna, it's gonna win a massive race, I think. And it deserves to be around this company because the horse have had a massive opinion on this horse since it was a two-year-old, and um, I'm just waiting to see it win a big race like this. Um, maybe not, maybe not on Saturday, but watch Yearning going forward. I think Zaki's going to be too hard to beat, though. Yeah. All right, Zaki for the tramway. We go to Chelmsford, race number eight, and Shawfire's going around at 380, was 420. A little bit of a drift for Montefilia. Jay Collett is riding for David Payne, and Jay Collett is dead set riding as good as ever. Mawanga, look, who knows? Some people are really disappointed about the um, start last time. It came last with Tommy aboard, but Nash gets the ride this time at sixes. A little bit of coin for Benno, Um Pikey's aboard for John O'Shea at 8.50. Numerian is there. Stockman, Allegron, one of my old boys. Uh, Knight's Order, they're all there as well. But what do you reckon? Shorefire again? Look, it's it's been good. And um, now it's against the big boys. So Montefilia, uh, Malunga, Benno. Malunga, very disappointing. And now Tommy goes to Numerian. So I don't know if you take anything from that. He's jumped from one end of the run into the other. But I think Nash might be even more suited to Malunga if he can stay a bit closer. I want to see a run from Montefilia before I back it. I think um, I just need that run before winning winning some big races. But again, I think it's in for a big one. The one I want to go with is 16, uh, the $16 chance in Stockman. I thought it was um, pretty good first up in that win stakes. Really deserved to be there in the group ones now. It's um, made its way through the grades. And this is a genuine contender, this Stockman. And I think if we get a lot of rain this carnival, it's going to pick up a lot of races. And if we get a lot of rain, especially... If we get it on the day like they're predicting uh, on Saturday, I think Stockman comes right into it. Sam Clifford has been riding so uh, well at the moment. Yeah. I, I think $16, well over the odds for Stockman. I want to be with Stockman. Yeah, agree. Clifford is flying. 16s. All right, race number nine is uh, a benchmark 78, and favourite is Silent Impact. Um, look, everyone should know Silent Impact. Timmy Clark normally rides, and it's Gay Waterhouse, and it's halves. It's quote, it's 10 bucks into fives. Uh, Starman for Nash at 650s, Arastro, J Max riding for Chris at 750, Arbitration, 8 bucks, Hell I Am. 
That's going around at 9.50 on a drift. A um, little bit of coin for Tiger Legend. Karen riding for Les Bridge. It's 21s into 14s. But people have smacked Silent Impact. Um, it's coming off a pretty big spell, but we all saw what it did uh, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and I think it gets a pretty soft lead here. Uh, maybe, look, I, Hello I Am, I think, has been running at some uh, midweekers and been doing pretty well in some heavy tracks. I think, again, I think the rain's going to be a big key thing going into Saturday. And I think Pikey on um, this O'Shea runner, 950, is going to be in and around there. Sebenak, um scratch from the other day. Holds, mm. yeah, very close. Um I think in this race, Tiger Legend, uh, formerly Tiger Heart, running really consistently in Queensland. You've got a couple of good Olsen runners there too. Look, I want to be with how I am. I think it's been really consistent, this prep. Really come on from its two-year-old season. I'm a big fan of how I am, and I think you can win a race like this. Hell, I am. I think I'll have a little little spec on Starman as well. Came back and had a run, then back, back off another spell, a couple of trials. Just going to keep a little eye on Starman at 6.50. Race number 10, last of the day. Unfortunately, there's no shades of rose to load up into, but Niffler is the fave. Chad Schofield riding. It's on the drift, though, $4 out to four eighty. Wicklow sticking around the $5 mark. We have Opacity at sixes. Good money for Yee Yee, $11 in eight bucks. We have Alcyone at eight fifty. Trying to see where the money is. There it is, Paternal. Paternal opened 26 bucks yesterday. It is now 13 uh, Anything else getting backed? Not particularly. Looks like people have smacked um, Paternal. Halved its quote. And bit of coin for Yee Yee. Yeah, I think mean, Yee is, again, Jill Nom, but might head towards this race. A bit disappointing last start, I thought. I like Wicklow. I think I've double in this horse have performed... Um, really well together. Um, they've, they've just had a month off, I think, between runs. And I think it's because they really think this horse has a bit of ability and they're just targeting some bigger races. So I want to follow Wicklow because uh, it's it's can string a few wins together and just that little freshen as well. I want to follow it. Bold Max, another one. Lightweight, if it gets into the field, Jay Ford on. I'm a big fan of the horse. But, yeah, Paternal's been good. Yeah, again, it's so hard. You've got Giannis. You've got a few other um, Waller runners that are a bit of a question mark. And Alcyone as well, very consistent horse, um, uh, consistently winning anyway. Yeah. It, it, wins, it wins its uh, share of races. And can to see how it comes back. It's one fresh before. So uh, if they run it, it, it'll definitely be one I've got to watch. But I think I'm to be with Wicklow. Big fan of Wicklow. I like Wicklow. Wicklow's good. Brenton's flying. Barrier eight. Um, before we do best bets, I'm just going to mention a couple from Mooney Valley because you and I both might like a couple. Um, I'm going to skip a couple. I'll go to race number. There's a couple of shorties going around um, around there. I'm going to touch on a couple in the middle of the middle of the thing. The fee and stakes. Mr. Brightside is a dollar ninety five. Good win last start. Um, I think it won about the three eighty four dollar mark. Um, if you haven't seen any, I've done a couple of stories on this Hayes, guys, if you want to have a look at them online. Um, $1.95, Mr. Brightside. Earl Wood's there. That's a 4.20. Damien Lane, who's a gun down there at 6.50 and a 4.20. Inspirational Girl, we know it. It's $5. Spanish Mission forgot you sound. It's only a six-horse race. But does uh, Mr. Brightside, you reckon are you with Mr. Brightside again? Look, I'm really disappointed with the size of the field. I think Mr. Brightside was so good. First up, it's I think it scared a few runners off. And... Um, Look, we get, we get a couple of good runners, but, yeah, you want to see a big fielder, especially if it gets into the Cox Plate. Is it too short? I don't know. I'd say so. I, yeah, it, it, it's it's a tough one because I'm a big fan of Inspirational Girl, and I think she can um, – she's done well fresh before, and 
uh, Danny O'Brien can really target these races, especially in a small race like this. It's but this, um, this Earlswood, Barrier 1, obviously everyone knows the valley. If you can run well up on speed, you're, you're in a good spot. It's going to lead. It's had a good win at Caulfield last start. It's coming for a pretty bloody long spell, but who knows? Earlswood could yeah, be a really, go. Mate, it's a really tough one. Uh, look, I could even make a case for sound the place. Um, it's, it normally takes a few runs to get going, but it, it's such a... Consistent horse. I actually think it won maybe first up last start though. Small fields scare me, especially at the valley. But maybe inspirational girl. I just think one first up before, and um, especially gets you in the Cox Plate. Daniel Bryan might target the, uh, might have targeted this race for a reason. But yeah, big big query on the Mister Brightside. I just don't know if I can back into that price. Too short. All right, race number five. There is the McEwen. Cool and Gatter is the horse. Um, had a. Good, good run uh, what, a year ago. Started off, won three on the trot, and then came third to Fireburn in the slipper. Um, Jamie Carr's riding is $1.95 to $2.25. This is another bloody seven-horse field, which is kind of annoying, but a 1,000-meter, $300,000 race. You got in the Congo there on the drift. Rothfire's going around, so we got, um, what's that, come in a couple of dollars. We got Zoo Style there, away games, running the Inferno, and some million. Um, look, cool and gut up. This horse could be anything. Who knows? Like people, people have yarned about it being in the Everest. What do you reckon? I actually think it suits this, uh, this horse. You look at things like Away Game, Zoo Style, Rothfire, in the Congo. They're going to go very quickly, and I think if Cool and Gator can sit behind them and just time this run perfectly, I think I think this sort of race really suits a horse like Cool and Gator slinging off that um, Mooney Valley turn. I think it does win this if um, if it does come back as well as everyone has been saying. Yeah. Um, I just I struggled to pick apart all the leaders because it's just um, yeah, it's it's really hard at the valley and who who gets in front of who there. Um, I want to, I'd love to see Rothfire come back strong and um, it could even I think the Inferno runs a big race too. But I think calling out a wins. It is very short. Uh, maybe get on it for the Moya now. I think if um, whoever wins this race is going to be a very big chance to win the Moya. All right. Well, look, it may even drift further. Who knows? It's $1.95 to two twenty-five after a day. But keep your eyes peeled. Um, we got the Jewel. Might leave it. I want to mention where's the Chautauqua Stakes. Look, it's got a great name, but to be honest... Um, don't know heaps about it. We've got corner pockets going out at fives. Um, barrier seven, Declan Bates, $7 into five bucks. It's coming off a bit of a spell... Pretty much equal favourites with Prince of Boom. So Prince of Boom is the uh, Queensland horse. Friend of the show, Ash, has a share in it. Talked to him a fair bit about this horse. Um, look, it drew 14. A bit disappointing. So it's, But it's $8 into 550 They're expecting a bit of rain down in Melbourne too. So who knows? There might be a couple of scratchings here. But Rangers is going around. Rangers is great. Zara's aboard. One, two starts ago at the Grafton. And then ran a pretty good second to Uncommon James. Uh, one Bars there. Age of Chivalry. Gravina hasn't got a job. But there's a couple of other good horses there, even like the likes of Callis and Oxley Road and Ranch Hand and stuff. But, look, I loved what Prince of Boom did up in Queensland. It won a couple on the trot and then, look, just went south in uh, its last start. It's had a spell. Anything? What do you reckon? Chautauqua Stakes. Yeah, very tough as he's, as he's sort of gone through. The horses like Colored So Rain really intrigued me. Um, uh, the jockey had a decision between riding it and Behemoth last start and decided to ride it and it obviously went out and won. Um, you've got to say it's flying. Yeah, Ranch Hand could easily pop up and win a race like this. 
and catalyst. The key we have we haven't seen for a while yeah, really intrigues me. So look very yeah, a little tough race here, but maybe something on um uh Calypso Rain each way or yeah, I'd I'd love to see Prince of Boom do well but gates a bit tricky and Rangers, what's Rangers come back to because mm. Really starting to hit its form um, late last prep. And that buddy, um, I didn't even see Catalyst. It's had like one run in about three years. That'll be interesting how it comes back. Um, race eight, having a look. Do we care? Uncle Bryn, military expert, not really. Last of the day, no. Um, so what do you reckon? You making anything good things or going to have a good crack at something? Yeah, it's a tough one. I think I think uh, Stockman each way is definitely... Um, one I'm more keen on. Zaki, I think, will win. Um, apart from that, I don't think I really have a, a, a best bet. I, I, I just think Opal Ridge wins the first uh, race of the day. Maybe it's the best. Let's have a look. Let's do Opal Ridge. We've got a 260. I'm putting in Eduardo. I think Eduardo wins. I think it'll beat Nandamat, even though the coins come for it. We can chuck in Zaki. We can chuck in Stockman for a place, and you're getting pretty much 50 to 1. I think that's uh, a pretty good bet, to be honest. I think we should have a go. Oprah Ridge win, Zaki win, Eduardo win, Stockman place. 50 to 1. Yeah, maybe um, even a systems win, um, systems multi might work for that or drop Stockman a place. So, yeah, just play around with it. I think there's definitely a few winners in there. Beautiful. All right. Um, You at the track on Saturday? Are you at Sky? And I'll be at Sky and, um, yeah, just heading up. Probably better to be at Sky and sit out in the rain. But, yeah, so um, a yeah, big big weekend of racing and storm to win tonight. Storm to win, you reckon? I think Eels are specials, but you don't you, you don't bet on these games, do you? That's exactly what I wanted to hear from you, Zach. You declared <laughs> Parramatta. That's, um, couldn't be more confident. Did you see my 17-leg tennis multi that lost by one leg today? That was fantastic. Who was it? Yeah. Was it? Um, I don't. I don't know. A Czech Republic female in the singles, which was up six two in the first and went on to lose in three. Oh, God. Yeah, pretty disappointing. Um, but yeah, I could just see that. You know, when you put them on the night and you wake up in the morning, check it, it still says pending. You're like, oh, <laughs> when there's like eight green ticks, you're like, and then you're sweating it all morning until the last one. It's like I would have loved to have lost the second leg, not the very last. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. All right, good luck tonight, mate, and fingers crossed we had a fill up on Saturday. Yeah, and to you, mate. See you, mate.